0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today talks about blessings and being blessed. And uh, it says, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as He chose us in Him from the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. Dear friends of Christ, do you feel blessed? And some of you may, and some of you recognize that, and others think, you know what, I'm not so blessed right now. And I want to talk about, though, what it means to be blessed in Christ. And I spent last year talking about the incarnation of Jesus, how Christ came to live in this world, but more than that, to live inside of us. The living Jesus lives in His people. And like I told the kids, put your hand over your heart, that's where the living Jesus is. The God of this world physically lives in you. You You're His temple. That's a blessing. A blessing in Christ. And that's why you come here today. Because you have come here to thank God. You have come here to hear the Word of God You've come to sing your praises and your hymns to God because of what He's done for you, right? You're acknowledging all that. It's called worship. And so we say, I'm going to show up on Sunday. I'm going to make a public confession. I'm going to let people know that I'm glad Christ is alive in me. And what a difference that makes in your life as you live out your life for the Christ who is alive in you because you've been blessed, you see. Paul was blessed, he's a prisoner though, and he was a prisoner in Rome, and yet, even though he's a prisoner, you don't hear Paul getting all grumbly, he's in chains, in prison, and you don't hear him sounding sad and all depressed, in fact, does this sound like a discouraged guy? Blessed be God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Paul was a genius. You know, if you read our epistle lesson, you tried to follow along, did you get lost? (laughs) You ought to try reading it in Greek. 216 words. 280 words in English. One sentence. Can you imagine that? Two hundred and sixteen words. Back when I was in high school, that was back when they had us diagram sentences for, you know, subject and noun and and the verb and and the object and prepositional phrase and all those type of things. Can you imagine diagramming a sentence with two hundred and sixteen words? It would take pages to to uh, d- diagram that sentence structure. It's a nightmare. Paul was smart. And I think we can forgive him for his run-on sentence, for using so many words, See, because Paul gets excited when he starts talking about the blessings we have in Christ. He gets so excited that he forgets to put a period in the sentence, and he just keeps going on about it. And that's what we have today. He was overwhelmed by the blessings, and we should be overwhelmed by the blessings of God, too. And so our theme for this morning, chosen and blessed in Christ. This morning, I want us to consider the blessings in Christ. St. Paul writes, Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. The word blessed means to praise. It means to uh, bless or praise. Um, The word literally means to say something good about somebody. To praise, to bless, to say something good about somebody. The word in Greek is the same word we get for eulogy. Matter of fact, the Greek word sounds like eulogy. It's the same thing we do at when somebody dies. When somebody dies, we speak well of them. And when people speak well of the people we love, and they praise them, we feel good about that, don't we? It makes us happy that people are remembering the one that we've lost. That eulogy. Well, we have a lot of eulogy to give to God, too. And He doesn't have to die to receive it. He did die. But he didn't have to die to receive it. God deserves our praise. He deserves our blessing. You see, blessing is not just something we we give God. It's not just something that God gives to us. It's It's a give and take. We speak well of God, and guess what? God speaks well of you. Did you know that? There's a bunch of sinners, I bet you struggle with that. I know I do. I have a hard time believing that God speaks well about me. Has good things to say about me, because I know what God knows. I know what the Bible says. I know that we are by nature sinful and unclean. I know all the brokenness in me. But he says good things. There are a lot of good things to say about God. You know, he's uh, merciful, he's almighty, he's powerful, he's gracious, he's loving, he's kind. He gives us daily food, he provides for us. A lot of good things we can say about him. Think of all the blessings you've had this past week. I want you to think about the blessings that God has given you. A lot of them. How he's richly blessed you. Have you been paying attention to your blessings this week? How about... How about food? Did you eat? Were your tummies full all week? Did you stay warm in the winter and cold in the summer? How about your how about drinking and sleeping? Were you able to have enough to drink to stay alive? Enough rest to stay alive? How about breathing, enough oxygen to move? All those things happen? Well, they did for me. How about all your possessions? Have you enjoyed your house, your home, all your stuff, your mattress, your car that gets you from place to place? Can you imagine not living with those blessings? We're blessed. And how about the blessings of living in America, you know, our military that protects us and keeps us free, the police out there that keep the rules and the laws so that we can live without people stealing and robbing from us, that keep law or the medical profession that keeps us healthy. Have you thought about that, that blessing? Think about the, all those daily pro, pro, provisions that God gives that we take for granted. If you have kids around the house. How about all those hugs? How about all those things that the kids do that say each day, I love you? What a blessing. But all these blessings pale in significance, they really do, to the blessings we have in Christ. Those blessings. Those are the blessings that count, so let's take a closer look at these blessings. The Bible says, "God chose us before Him, before the in Him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him." Blessing is a eulogy. To say good things about someone, and here God is saying good things about His people. He's saying good things about you, because you're blessed, you're forgiven. You stand before him, the Bible says, holy and blameless. That's what God says about you. Would you look at all my children? Perfect, holy, and blameless. I love them. Of course, such holy and blameless things should not be said about you. Such holy and blameless talk should not be spoken. God should not speak so highly of us because we know that we are by nature and sinful uh, sinful and unclean. We know that we're lost and condemned. We know the sin that lurks within. We know the things that we do in secret that offend the sensitivities of a holy and a perfect God. I know we're lost and condemned, but Paul says... We're holy. I know we're lost and condemned. But Paul says, you're blessed in Christ. You're holy and blameless in Christ. He has good things to say about you. You're blessed. And the law of God comes to you and says, you're not blessed. You're a sinner. You're condemned. <laughs> and we hear that law, and we believe that law. And the, and the law of God is good. But boy, it doesn't make us feel very good about ourselves, so why in the world could God say something good about me when I know the law says such terrible things and how I've done so many terrible things to Him? It's because we're blessed. And not just blessed, we're blessed in Christ. We're blessed in His blood. And in His blood, Christ who lives inside of us washes us, washes away every stain with his blood and declares us to be holy through his blood. That's why Paul says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God, peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. In him, blessings. You cannot see this blessing, though. You can't see it. It's there, but you can't see it. The blessing that lives in your heart, That God speaks well of you. You can't hear God speaking good things about you. You can't hear that blessing, but it's there. He's saying it. He's speaking it. It's what our text says. Because Christ lives in you. He's washed away your sins. There's a blessing over you. Do you understand that you're blessing Christ? It means if you were to die right now, you'd be okay. It means you're ready. And everybody says, I don't know if I'm ready to die. I don't know if God will speak well of me. Well, take Him at His word. Because God said you're saved by His grace. And He said, I have good things to say about my children. That in Christ, you're holy and blameless. You're blessed like that. And another word for those who are blessed is happy. Those who are blessed, those who have God speak good things about them, are happy people. But that word for blessing is another word. It's called Macarius, but uh, again, in that word, I want you to think, because it's not the type of happy that you might think. Those who God speaks well of are happy people. But it's happiness in this sense. I want you to think about a child who has a comfort blankie. Right? Put that picture in your mind. My grandkids had a birthday yesterday. Oh, it wasn't their birthday, it was a birthday for Lammy and Dolly. And they had a birthday cake. Lammy and Dolly are their blanket animals that they sleep with each night and Lammy and Dolly bring them comfort Lammy and Dolly make them feel safe oh they have good things to say about Lammy and Dolly do you get the, par- the picture here you get the image can you make the comparison Because it's the same thing in Christ that we have in Jesus. Except it's not fabric that that saves you, but it's the fabric of Christ's blood that's interwound, intermingled with your blood that saves you. Christ in you is a blessing. And He speaks well of you. And then you're blessed. You're happy. Because He lives in you. And that gives you comfort. And that gives you assurance. And it gives you a guarantee. Our text says that. It's a guarantee. It's a pledge. It's a promise that Christ lives in me and I'm blessed. And therefore, I'm happy because just like little people, Peter and Lillian hold their Lammy and dolly in their arms as they sleep at night. Jesus holds you safe to his breast and he has good things to say about you. Now you may struggle with all that. And it really does take faith to look past all that we know is wrong and realize that God loves me dearly that He grants me salvation. God predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ. And in Him we have redemption through His blood. The forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace which He lavished on us. You are spoken well of. You are adopted as sons. You know, I was not adopted. I was born into a family on July 14, 1960. I came into this world. My mom and dad had to take me home. They didn't have a choice. I was born into their family. They, they, it wasn't like they could tell the doctor, isn't there another kid? Can't we leave this one and grab another? That wasn't an option. No, this one's yours. You have to have this one. Salvation. Into God's family doesn't happen that way. Salvation into God's family does not happen through natural birth. You're adopted into it. It doesn't happen. In fact, the Bible says when we're born, we are naturally separated from God. Did you realize that? The whole world's separated from God. Ephesians says you were dead in your trespasses and sins following the course of this world. When we were born, God had nothing good to say about us. When we were born, we weren't blessed. When we were born, we were condemned, not belonging to the family of God, not forgiven, not in Christ, the blood didn't matter. It wasn't in you. Not blessed. Do you understand? So how did things change? Well, he changed by God's grace. We are The Bible says we are adopted as sons, as children. And you've been placed in this unique relationship with your Heavenly Father. You've been placed in this very special relationship. You are His child. You are blessed. You are forgiven. God speaks well of you. You live in a special relationship with your Heavenly Father. And your position, your relationship with God cost you nothing. Not a penny. Nada. It was given to you by the blood. Poured out to you by Christ. This blessing cost you nothing, but it cost Christ everything. Paul says it this way, in Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance to the riches of His grace, that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. Redemption, forgiveness of sins, the riches of God's grace, lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. The word lavished carries the same word we talked about it last week of of something bubbling up from the ground that that floods out like like a spring, shoots up in the air and spreads all over the place. That's the way Christ's blood is. He sheds it on the cross and it spews all over the place. And it spreads to your soul and it spreads to mine. And it cleanses everything that it touches. Because it's holy and it's precious. And Christ lives in us. And because of the blood that was flowed, God now has good things to say about you and you're blessed. You're blessed in Christ. Now, God is able to speak well of us. Peter talks about this blessing when he writes, For you know that it was not with perishable things, silver or gold, that you were redeemed, but with the blood of Christ, the holy blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or spot. You know, I can poke myself with a needle or cut myself. If I do that, I bleed. That blood is precious to me. That blood keeps me alive. That blood is life in me. It carries oxygen to every cell and feeds every cell in my body. Without my blood, I die. Blood is a life force. Now, I can see that blood. And when it comes from me, I think, oh no, I'm bleeding. But I can't see the blood of Christ. I wasn't there when the blood was shed for me. Couldn't see it. And I can't see the blood that is living in me, the blood of Christ that flows through me right now. I can't see that. I can't even prove it. I believe it by faith because the Bible tells me that Christ's blood is in me and it makes me precious. And just as my blood is precious to me for my life, so Christ's blood is even more precious to me Because Christ's blood living in me gives me life. And it's Christ's blood living in you that enables Christ to be able to speak, God to be able to speak well of you so that you're comforted, so that you're embraced by God, so that you're happy and blessed, so that you can rest secure in that Because in God's wisdom, God chose you. God chose you. Paul writes, Blessed be God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places even as He chose us in Him. You are chosen and blessed in Christ. Adopted into His family. Surely some of you remember Adeline Benzine. Adeline has been gone now. She went to be with the Lord for many years ago. She's in heaven, but you remember Adeline. She talked about it all the time. She was adopted, and she loved being adopted. And you remember why? Because her parents chose her. Now, my parents didn't choose me. They had to take me. But Adeline was blessed. She had a security blanket. Her parents chose her. God chose you. You're blessed. And that's the way it is for us. We have a security blanket like Lammy and Dolly that embrace us. However, our security and our salvation, like I said, is not found in fabric, but in blood. And in blood we're blessed in blood were chosen. Again Paul says it this way, "In him you were also you also heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and you believed in him." And then these words of guarantee, "Therefore you're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we take possession of it to the praise of his glory. You're marked with a seal. You're blessed" You're chosen by blood. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.